1: Welcome to You Are The Magic. Today, I have a beautiful guest on called Ursula, and she is an intuitive manifesting coach, and she loves astrology. And we were just jamming just off the call, and we were talking all things relationships, business, intuition, manifestation. And I always forget to say this. I remember halfway through the show. So if you've got a pen and paper, grab a pen and paper, because I'm sure there's going to be some goodness in today's show. So welcome, Ursula.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here.
1: I'm really excited to have you here too, because your story is phenomenal. So I'd love for the listeners to know, how did you get into doing what you're doing now? What was the very beginning of your journey?
2: Yeah, so the very beginning of my journey was a lot of floating, aimlessly, wandering, (laughs) trying to find my purpose in many different avenues and never quite feeling like anything fit me. Um, I tried out a lot of different jobs um, after college and it just, none of them resonated. None of them gave me that, yes, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is my purpose, which it turns out was very important to me (laughs) to have that one thing. And, um, and so one day, you know, I was, I think I was complaining to my boyfriend at the time about my job and how much it felt just so frustrating and just not what I was supposed to be doing. And he suggested to me, well, why don't you start your own business? Why don't you be an entrepreneur? And my first thought was no, I can't do that. That's not me. Because I had never had any experience with entrepreneurship in my personal life, right? Not, my parents both had very, uh, well, not traditional jobs, but they, they weren't entrepreneurs, really no one in my family, none of my friends. And so I decided to go for it and thought about the thing that I loved most in the world, which was baths and bath bombs. I love that. Yes, and I decided to do some research. You know, can I make bath bombs at home? What are the rules around selling these things, creating these things? And so I started to do that research, and it turned out, yes, you can. And so I did, and I started off selling to family and friends, and then created an Etsy shop and started branching out and growing. And what I realized along the way is that not only were people loving the scents and the colors and the experience, but they were having these life transformations as well. You know, people were coming to me saying, I finally got out of my abusive relationship because I was using your bath bombs. Or, you know, I had the courage to finally start to appreciate and love myself because I've been using your products. And this was totally unexpected. And I was a little bit shocked and didn't understand why at first, but I decided to lean into it and explore it. And, you know, really how can I maximize these transformations that people are having? And so I started learning about energy work, um, and personal development of all kinds. And this word kept coming up again and again. Um, that was coach and I didn't have any experience with life coaching, business coaching, none of it, but it kept coming up again and again and again until I couldn't ignore it. Um, And eventually that led me down the path of, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. These are the transformations that I'm supposed to be giving people. And so I started off just regular business coach, no frills. um, And it was all right, but it didn't quite encompass my full scope. Of who I am and so I really started introducing astrology and manifestation and energy work and you know planetary magic um oracle cards intuition and all of that and so now I have that's what I do and I have this blend of a bunch of different things and I'm doing it full time and I love it
1: that's awesome and I love so did you ever you you kind of entered it but I want to dig a little bit deeper into it. Fully understand what was in your bath bombs for people to be feeling um, the shifts and the changes that they were getting from your bath bombs. Um, Yeah. Do you know what was actually in it or what what, what actually happened for, for your clients?
2: Yeah. So I think it was a combination of two things. I think the first most important one was that people were taking time for themselves. And because the bath bombs were handmade, using really lovely ingredients, because I have very sensitive skin, um, people were staying in the baths for 45 minutes, an hour, hour and a half. And these were usually moms or people who were telling themselves, no, I don't have enough time. I need to always be taking care of other people. And so by giving themselves that space to cherish themselves and honor themselves and love themselves, um, things started to really shift. So that was the first element. And then the second element, which I've really been embracing is, um, my own natural energy work and that I was, not accidentally, but kind of accidentally putting this healing energy, healing magic into the products because I was making them all, you know, by hand myself with these beautiful magical ingredients. And so I think that that was definitely a part of it too.
1: That is awesome. So, and I was hoping that that was going to come out of your mouth when you were talking about why they were getting such amazing results because energy is everything. And when you put love and an intention behind what you're doing, everything starts to shift and change. And I was talking to a client yesterday about Dr. Emoto and the water experiment and how putting energy into the water and the different labels that you put on what it looks like under the microscope. So if you haven't ever checked out Dr. Emoto, go check him out. Awesome um, research. And So, are you still doing your bath bombs?
2: Um, I not right now because of everything going on. The shipping times are so delayed that I'm taking I'm taking a break. But I hope to be able to go back to it pretty soon. Yeah, amazing.
1: And so, in regards to, I really want to dive into astrology and what it is that you do with astrology and all of the things. Because I think astrology really does integrate with. intuition manifestation and all of the things and then being able to coach and mentor people around how they can incorporate it and how they can understand more of who they are through the astrology side of things so can we dive deeper into astrology yeah, it's absolutely
2: it's about. it's my favorite topic <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so tell me a little so- bit
1: about yeah what you do in regards to astrology
2: yeah, so there are quite a few different things. The first most basic part that I help people understand um, kind of right away, you know, when I have one-on-one clients, one of the first things we do together is look at their natal charts. And what this does is it gives you a picture of who you are and why you are that way. Um, specifically related to your greatest strengths, your greatest challenges. But then you can get really specific and look at things like, what career am I meant to be have? Uh, what is the way that I enjoy making money? Um, and so it, you can get really, really specific um, that way. And it's wonderful because... So many of us are so disconnected from who we are and we may have a lot of stories or beliefs or conditioning from other people telling us who we are. And those are resoundingly negative sometimes of, oh, you're too much. You're too hyper. Um, You're too emotional. You're too sensitive. Um, You're too lazy. And then when you look at the astrology chart, you're able to see, okay, (laughs) I understand why they said that, but that's not true. There's something else going on. And so it really helps reframe that negative conditioning. Um, I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you
1: start understanding and and knowing more about who you are and how you process and how you do things, I had a session with a coach um, earlier in the year and I was, I'm frustrated. And he said to me, well, what star sign are you? And we did some more deeping, deeping, digging and he said, well, you're a Taurus, you're a bull. What is the attributes of a bull? Well, they're quite slow in what they're doing but then they charge. And I was like, oh, well, that kind of makes a little bit of sense. And when I was like unpacking the way that I do life and the way that I do things, I was like, hmm, so very interesting how that plays out in life and in business in health and fitness and all of the things so is that the kind of thing that you talk about as well
2: exactly exactly yes and I love that you mentioned Taurus energy because my moon sign my emotions my inner world is in Taurus and it's something that with business um, I've really had to reframe for that reason, because everyone's like, you need to be working all the time. You need to be pushing to be successful. And that never resonated with me. And I'm now I work, you know, four days a week for four hours a day and that's my schedule and that's how I do it. And I love it because then I get the time to slow down and, and really relax and lean into that Taurus energy.
1: That is so beautiful. And it's such, and that's exactly what I have found that when I'm pushing and forcing and driving nothing actually happens when I'm in that just there was one day I was like you know I'm just going to clean my room I had a bit of Bob Proctor going on because I had an obsession with him just cleaning letting it do whatever it needs to do and then I got these one idea sat down sent a message to someone and before I knew it I'd made a five thousand dollar sale because it wasn't in the forcing it wasn't in the pushing it was me organizing my bedroom and just cleaning up and yeah. being in the flow of just allowing the guidance to come through and taking that action on the guidance of you need to contact this person. Okay. So I did got onto a phone call. She's never available. And I'm never normally free at that time anyway. And we jumped onto a consciousness yes, I want to work with you. I'm like, Oh my goodness. That's just yeah. insane. And when you start understanding more of that, I haven't got into the study of it. You would know a lot more <laughs> about astrology than I do. Um, And I love it. So how, you said something before around um, really tuning into certain different areas. So around money, I'm guessing relationships, relationship with self, with others, romantic. I love learning more about money kind of thing. So, and I'm sure the listeners want to learn a little bit more. So how do you hone into using astrology, intuition and manifestation into focusing on on money?
2: Yeah. So um, in the chart, I look at three different areas, three different houses. So the first house I look at, so it's on the wheel and there are 12 houses and each house is ruled by a different sign and has different characteristics based on that sign. So our second house is in charge of money, resources, possessions, and that's the first place I look. Um, What this tells you is your style of making money, what you can focus on to make money. So, for example, my second house is in Scorpio. That means that the more that I focus on the aspects traditionally associated with Scorpio, so sex, death, transformation, rebirth, um, the darker side of things, magic, the occult, the more I lean into that, the more money I'm going to make. Um. The next thing I would look at is the 10th house, because the 10th house, also known as our midheaven, tells us our life's purpose and our career. Um, And so that's going to really flavor our business or any career that we're pursuing. Um, So let's see. My midheaven is in cancer. And so I (laughs) need to be nurturing people. I need to be in that kind of nurturing, divine, feminine role. And so a corporate cutthroat office job is going to be very misaligned for me. Um, And then the third area I look at is the fifth house, which rules creativity, pleasure, enjoyment, um, the things that we love doing. And because I work with manifestation so much and manifestation is centered around what we desire, what we want and what we love, I think it's very important to bring that into making money as well. Um, yeah. Totally so those agree. Are, that's kind of the basics of that.
1: Yeah. I love that. So I want to go back to your story and how you got into where you are now. And what were the breadcrumbs, the signs, the the things that you went on to do, in regards to getting to where you are now. So I know that we've kind of touched on it a little bit, but I want to go a little bit deeper into what were the emotions that started to come up? Because you're the first entrepreneur that had branched out within your family. What were the conversations that were being said to you? Did you get any um, people who love you and wanted to support you and didn't really understand what you were doing? Um, did you? What were the conversations? What were the things that occurred, the highs, the lows, and all of the, the bits?
2: Yeah, so I got a real smack in the face um, when I started <laughs> to take my business from this is something I'm kind of doing on the side to this is what I want my career to be, um, especially in regards to my money mindset, because I had all of these stories from my parents around you need to work hard to make money in a traditional job, and even if you work hard, you might not have enough money. Um And so that was kind of an internal journey I had to go through coming from my childhood and all of the messages I'd received there about, it doesn't count unless it's a traditional job with a traditional paycheck. Um, And then as far as reactions from people I was close to, especially my family, I was shocked at how unsupportive people were. Um, I definitely had family members who were who are lovely and share my posts and bought the products and everything. But you know, my immediate family, specifically my mother, uh, very, Oh, uh, well, let me send you a job link. And she still sends me job links, She <laughs> sends me job applications, uh, every week, even though I tell her like, mom, I'm, you know, I made $14,000 this month in my business. She's like, Oh, cool. I found this state job that I think <laughs> you would like. And I'm like,
1: because it's okay, safe thank you. So much,
2: <laughs> right? Exactly, and so you know, my first immediate reaction it was definitely defensiveness of why can't you just support me? Why don't you understand? Um, and so now I've done a lot of deep uh, childhood wound healing, inner child stuff, and now I can really recognize exactly what you said that it's you know that parental. I want you to be safe. I want things to be stable and predictable. And that's definitely something I have had to overcome. Um, Talking about astrology, my my chart is all Earth. And Earth wants to be grounded and stable and predictable. And as you know, being an entrepreneur, it flows. It flows. It's not necessarily I get this amount of money every two weeks on the dot. Um, (laughs) Which is wonderful, but definitely something I had to... Acknowledge and say yes. This this is uncomfortable for me. Thanks, mom, for bringing that up.
1: (laughs) Thank you for bringing it into the light again.
2: (laughs) Right, exactly. Um, But it it, and it really helped me learn how to set energetic boundaries, set emotional boundaries, know what to talk about with whom, um, and really stand in my power of yes. This this is what I do. Okay, you think it's weird? All right excellent, let's talk about something else. Like that's not something I need to dwell on or make it mean anything about me.
1: Yep. And that's one big thing that I've learned over the years that people project their fears and their insecurities onto another person. And at the beginning of our journey or the beginning of my journey, I was just like, Why do they keep saying this? And even now I'll get, have you made money today? Have you got a new client? What's been going on? It's like, A, it's none of your business. And B, I may be going through my own stuff and I don't need you to be bringing it to light because I'm working through my own crap (laughs) by myself. So thank you again for that. (laughs) But it just means that the lessons we get to learn faster when we take it on board and we allow it to process, we allow to process and go, oh, what's that lesson in that for them to be saying that? Because every, I always, I say this that many times, everything is energy and it's magical when you can really tap into the energy and really understand that what you focus on grows. And like you said, you don't get paid every Tuesday, every two weeks, you could get paid every day. You could get paid once a month. It doesn't really matter. Like one of my biggest months that I had was from one payday, Right. one client, one payday, and it was just done. And I was like, oh, but then I went into self-sabotage because that was too easy, right?
2: Right. Yep. Have
1: you experienced self-sabotage?
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And recently, actually, I had my biggest month ever. And then the four weeks after that, everything kind of dried up. And I know (laughs) that it wasn't that it was really a reflection of my own insecurities and fears, and allowing that self sabotage. And I, in my new course that is going to be coming out in a couple of weeks, I have a book list, and one of the books that we read is *The Big Leap* by Gay Hendricks, which talks about this. Which talks about you know our internal thermostat of we allow ourselves to have so much happiness, so much money, um, all that good stuff, and and. When that is challenged, even if it's in a good way, we're like, "Nope, I need to be safe. I need to have what I've always had. This feels too scary. I'm gonna pull back um and luckily, I have a lot of tools now uh to <laughs> identify the block and work through it um but it's always something I have to be aware of, especially when I'm making those bigger moves,
1: yeah. And one thing that I'm really honing in at the moment, it's pretty similar to the thermostat that you're just talking about, is your internal representation of yourself. How do you see you? What is your what is your identity? And I'm I've just started jumping into the same thing. I kept getting slapped across the face for about three months. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna buy it. Um, the psycho, psycho cybernetics by Maxwell, someone.
2: Mm, um mm-hmm.
1: I've just started reading it and it's just, I'm just consumed in the learning and all of it. But it, it really hones in on the reflection that you see because we've created such a habit and a pattern and a behaviour of who we think that we are. And then when we start to challenge it, it's like who am I to be earning $20,000 a month mm. from one mm-hmm. sale? Who am I to be charging people this? And I remember telling my dad, I'm like, I've just made this amount of money. He's like, well, do you have a guarantee? I go, well, if you don't back yourself, I can't guarantee that you're going to back yourself. You've got to guarantee that. He went, hmm, good call. And it was really interesting because it's it's just a funny, it's, a, it's an interesting conversation because my dad's an entrepreneur but he he had a real estate agent and he built that up and it was amazing but it was still, you know, brick and mortar. You could actually see the results because it was a property to sell. It wasn't coaching and doing the deep inner work and the mindset stuff that we don't externally see, but we, we eventually see what that looks like because the person who's getting the coaching or the mentoring and even ourselves, we start becoming happier and we start becoming this different version of ourselves. We've still got all the goodness and the stuff, but we're always shedding the stuff that does not serve us anymore. And, people take a long time to catch up to where we are so we can get there so much faster than other people can feel or see because they're like this is who you are because they've created an identity for you you've got your own identity and they're completely different and it challenges and there's so many light bulb moments happening in my head right now with what's happening in my personal (laughs) life (laughs) that we're talking about offline um that when you shift and move, you've got to have that time and space to let everyone else to catch up with you. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that and experienced that in your life?
2: I'm having a light bulb moment as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think it's this um, almost like people's projections of their own fears of failure become really strong when they see you being successful. And so f- a specific example in my relationship um, when I was first starting my business and was starting to see some success is my boyfriend didn't want me to talk about it. He didn't want to hear about it. He would get annoyed. Um, and at first I was pretty heartbroken and felt very unsupported and then I kind of learned that that's a pretty common thing that happens or I shouldn't say common, but I know a lot of other people who've also experienced that and that that's okay. It's, it's okay. If people are unsupportive, it's okay if people are threatened in a way by your success. And it doesn't mean that you have to dim your light, which is what I did for almost my entire life up to this point was I would do something that I was really excited about and someone would shut me down and they would say, no, no, you that's weird. That's not correct. You know, why are you doing that? And, and I didn't know how to stay in my power. And I just shut down immediately whenever someone would say something like that to me and was very, very unhappy for most of my life because of that.
1: Yeah. And that's so it's such a common thing I feel that happens, but we don't really talk about it all that much unless we're behind the behind the curtains and we're we're talking about that. And I know, um, like I've got a friend who I'm just being me, doing me things, and I'm quite out there. And I do, you know, I dance in the mall and I sing, and I'm just I don't care. I just have fun. Like I'm there. I'm I was born to have fun. And my background's personal training and hospitality. And in hospitality, I used to just have so much fun and play and I'd create different characters for myself and, you know, have so much fun with everyone on the floor. But because now I'm working behind a computer, I don't get that interaction and meet strangers, so I do it in in the mall. And one day I went over to his house, we're going for coffee, and I just turned around and I was being myself. He said, stop being cute. Mm-hmm. And a light bulb went off in my head. I was like, it's really interesting. He, there's something going on with inside of him that he doesn't want, and it's a subconscious thing. And I brought it up with him later because he said it again a few days later. And I said, why do you keep saying that to me? I've only now just started to notice it. And he's like, well, because it annoys me that you're that cute. And I was like, okay, that's fine that it annoys you, but keep your opinions to yourself. I'm, but you want me to be more of me and I'm being more of me. And then you're saying, stop doing that because then you're getting annoyed at it. And I'm like, I can't get a break. <laughs> He was like, hmm, I can see your point of view. (laughs) (laughs) But in his head, it was harmless and it didn't mean anything. But to me, I was like, that's, I'm being squished. Yeah. And I didn't realise that I was being squished. And so then opening that up, the whole relationship and conversation shifted and changed now from that one comment. And it's beautiful to watch that unfold. Um, Yeah. And being able to shine your light, like you said, like now you're shining your light, you're glowing and you're doing what you love to do and you're sharing that. So you said before that you've got a program coming out at the end of this year. i um, not sure if this podcast is going to be launched at the end of this year. <laughs> so It's reoccurring. You, it's reoccurring. So I was going to ask, is it, a, is it a reoccurring program? So what programs do you have? What do you offer? Is it one-on-one? Is it a group? Tell us all the goodness that you've got.
2: Yeah. So I have a couple options right now. I have one-on-one, which is really my favorite. Um, I love groups and I love courses a lot. And I was actually an elementary school teacher for a while. So near and dear to my heart, but I do love working with one-on-one clients, being able to personalize everything, right? Spend time on that birth chart take time to go through their whole process and just have it be this, uh, you know, flowing expansion. So definitely have one-on-one. And then my new program is, let's see, it's 12 weeks, and it is a combination of astrology identity work business practical basics, um, business magical basics. So working with the planets, working with the moon, working with rituals, and then manifestation and surrender. And so it's, you know, my journey, I focused on the business. That's what I hired people for. I hired business coaches. I took business programs, but on the side, I was teaching myself about spirituality, spirituality, manifestation, the planets and the moon. So this program is bringing all of that together. And then I have two shorter, shorter courses. One is about the birth chart. So how to read birth charts, how to read your own birth chart. I decided uh, I need, I I need people to know this. (laughs) And so I created that course. And then I also have a wealth consciousness course all about money, all about improving your money mindset, getting over all of those blocks and fears. And because that's one of my favorite things to teach people is, you know, it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to feel bad that it can be easy and effortless and super, super fun. So those are, those are the main things right now
1: amazing and how do people get in contact with you how do they find you where are you on the socials and all of the things
2: yeah so on social media um on both facebook and instagram it's cosmic cur so cosmic uh, dot C-O-E-U-R, the french word for heart and then my website is the same but with no period so cosmiccur.com
1: beautiful and the notes will be in the show notes um, so they'll be able to get in contact with you. I have had so much fun and light bulb moments. I told you I set the intention at the beginning of the show that there's going to be some light bulb moments, there's going to be some (laughs) things dropping in and there was (laughs) and it was magical and Mm -hmm. I can't wait to sit and journal about all the things that are buzzing in my head (laughs) right now. (laughs) So thank you. Yeah, thank you. You're very welcome. That's another episode of You Are The Magic. Thank you so much, Ursula, for being here. Bye. Bye.
0: We have come to the end of another epic interview. If you would like to see more of what I am up to, head over to my Facebook page, Instagram, LinkedIn, and let's connect because I love gifting people who are dedicated to their transformation when you like and tag me in an episode at the end of every week I choose one lucky listener to have a free session with myself or one of my guests thank you again for tuning in I am Alexis Jane remember you are the magic